the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown. I'm proud to have as my co-host, Mark Honf of Pacific Private Money, one of California's fastest growing mortgage investment firms, and Catherine Harris, CPA of Parati and Karad. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for three vacations given away during this show. And those vacations are not sponsored by the radio station, but by Lighthouse Resort and Marina, which is located about one hour northeast of San Francisco and in which I have an interest in the company that manages it. The vacations are free. Their only request is a $100 cleaning fee to cover the housekeeping expenses. And don't forget, we still have paintball tickets on sale. That's oh, right. 85% yes. off. Just go to our... Uh, Get your aggressions be- out. That's right. Go to <laughs> bestofinvesting.com. That's one way to do it. Take your spouse. <laughs> and check... Wear yeah. a sweater. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. Get nice and thick there. And uh, just click on the paintball icon ticket and it, it'll feed you right into it. Right. And today's trivia theme is presidential quotes. Mark, nice. what do you got for us today? Well, you know, Edward, um, you know, you and I uh, did a presentation this past week uh, at Pacific Private Money. Uh, we are a barrier alternative uh, resource for real estate financing, and we also happen to use private capital to fund our loans. And so, uh, the the event that we did uh, this uh, past uh, uh, August thirty first was um, to talk about our one of our mortgage pool funds and and how. Uh, an investor can earn 8% or more on their savings or IRA accounts secured by real estate. So uh, so we were having one of those events, and, and what tends to happen lately more often than not, and, and even phone calls I get, people are always asking me, you know, what do you think is happening with the economy? Do you think we're at the top of the real estate market? Do you think, you know, real estate prices are going to go down? Are we heading for a recession? You know, everyone wants to know, you know, what our crystal ball is, is saying. And, you know, because of this radio show, I read a lot of blogs. Posts. I follow uh, several economists that uh, I like, and one in particular, uh, uh, Christopher Thornburg, uh, I like because well, one of the reasons I like him is he's based here in California, and he does a lot of um, blogging and writing about what he believes is happening in both the real estate market and the economy in general, both in the U.S. and specifically in California. But also, he's he's one of the few guys that actually predicted the um, the last. You know, recession? bubble mm-hmm. the last recession. Yeah, I mean, he, he predicted he, he predicted the credit bubble bursting and the real estate price uh, crash or correction, whatever you want to call it. And so I, I tend to watch him. And so he's done. Uh, not only did he have a, a, a newsletter out this summer, 
that was full of interesting information. But he was also interviewed on another radio show, and I was uh, happened to listen to that and, and take some notes. And and essentially, you know, he he talks about how you know California through the first six months of 2016 looked a lot like California in 2015. It's leading huh. the nation. In fact, it's, it's uh, California ranks first among all 50 states in economic growth. Uh, it did last year and so far uh, this year, year to date. It's uh, more than double what's happening uh, across the country because you've you've heard how we supposedly had this so-called anemic uh, economic growth, uh, you know, one point X percent. Well, well, we are the eleventh um, yeah. largest uh, yeah. country. No, moment, it's, right? it's six. So is Cal- it six now? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so California grew four percent last year, and it's <laughs> uh, and it's growing at uh, at that same rate right now. And and so the also the state outpaced the nation in terms of job gains, three uh, percent yearly increase uh, year over year. It also. Uh, you know, people talk about, oh, Texas, you know, and, and other states and, yeah. and what's happening in those. More jobs were created in the last 12 months in California than Texas and Florida put together over That's the last amazing, year. That's amazing because I know Texas has been doing a uh, has ma- has that had advertisement. And then when yeah, you're right uh, in and then, California, uh, that's right. They are. It's like yeah. uh, come, to Texas, come to Texas, you know, no and, and, no and sweat yeah. your, you know, you know what off. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also it says here throughout much of the current expansion, San Francisco and San Jose were near the top. So not only is California at the top of the heap, but in California, you've got the Bay Area at the top in terms of uh, job creations. And so maybe that's why the rent whole market is still pretty tough right? but i think that's how it has been historically and especially in san francisco the the average rent to income percentage mm-hmm. though it's gone up imagine i'm curious to see if that percentage has increased i mean we'll see like from 43 to 48 yes. or something yeah. so it always mm-hmm. has been i'm wondering if, it, if it's gone up more but it already has been a one of the highest. Yeah. And so as I'm studying this report, you know, he predicts for the remainder of the year and into 2017, uh, he says, just as the nation is poised to grow through the balance of this year, California's economy is fully expected to outpace the nation, both in terms of output growth and job growth. And so if you've listened to other real estate shows, or if you listen to to our show, The Best of Investing, because we love talking real estate, you'll know that job growth is one of the primary indicators of real estate health. So let's circle back to the beginning. Um, what's what you know? What do I think is going to happen in real estate? Do I think we are you know? Do I think we're in a bubble? Do I think uh, prices have crested? Are they going to correct? You know, look, we will have another real estate cycle. That's the nature of the economy in in uh, that we live in. In there is a cycle. There'll be a real estate cycle. There'll be another recession. But here's the thing: there are no indicators right now. That would lead us to believe that that a recession is imminent, nor uh, uh, a, re- a real estate recession or an economic recession. And none of the economists that I respect and read and listen to are predicting anything happening in 2017 or even 2018. Well, well it for seems that like matter. a major part was the fact that credit was very easy before. Yeah. And and now, I mean, you really have to have a real job. So it's well, I think people also are being perceived. We've had this what over the last three years, the growth at ten percent real in the in the real estate market yeah. where oh, we, the appreciation, we, the appreciation yeah. just the or even maybe the the job growth being almost stronger than historical average. So people are almost, mm. I feel are a little nervous about what we can put it in quotes as as a correction, but really it's almost coming back to what is should be normal. Yeah. Yeah. So we've gotten a little bit used to and be very comfortable and loving and enjoying these strong appreciations that were we never knew were we knew were never going to sustain well, themselves. Sustain, yeah. And the price appreciation is a function of job growth, 
population growth and lack of new housing being developed. That is, we do have a housing crisis, not an affordable housing crisis, a housing crisis. We're just not building enough units. Yeah. And you can thank CEQA and all the environmental yeah. bills and, and the environmentalist lobbies for that. We're just, I just don't see us building the number of homes we need to build in California that would be necessary to stop the rapid appreciation in California housing. So again, how do I think the housing market is in California? I think it's strong. I think it's going to continue to be strong, and I don't see anything imminent on the horizon that would lead me to believe that uh, we need to be concerned today. All right. We're going to cut to our first, that was fast, segment. Yes, it was. We're going to cut to our first commercial break. And I talked fast, too. Yes, you did. (laughs) Yes, you did. All right. Here's our first uh, presidential quote question. Which president said, uh, these are actually going to be, I think these questions are going to be easy, all right? Which, that's because you know the answer. Although, maybe that's the reason. <laughs> well, yeah. Of course I, guess, I guess if you have the answers, it is easy, huh? Okay. Right. No, you're going to know this one, too. Which president said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country? That's not a very good accent, but that's okay. The uh, first caller with the correct answer is going to win a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Call 888 888- 912-1190 to answer that question. Which president said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country? That sounds, that sounds like, like Bill Clinton. That sounds like Bush, but <laughs> I know that's not it. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Best of Investing will be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Catherine Harris, CPA. Which president said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country? <laughs> Catherine, you know that one, don't you? I'm, it's, I think it's FDR or JFK. 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 Uh, that is correct. See, I must have done an excellent impression for you to get that answer. Okay. I still think you sound uh, like Somehow Bill that's Clinton. related to Bill. Yeah, oh, you see Bill Clinton. Bill Clinton. I'm, <laughs> saying, I'm saying Bush. <laughs> I guess they all sound alike once you get into the presidency here. So, yeah. uh, uh, Catherine, before we get into your uh, what you have to say, because uh, I know you got some excellent stuff for us, I just want to make a quick mention for our friends over at Tan Bella. It's a new salon in San Rafael. They already have a couple of salons in San Francisco. And get this, they have cutting-edge equipment that can actually turn back the hands of time by removing fine lines and wrinkles using their skin film red technology. Isn't that amazing? It's not just a regular tanning salon. They can actually turn back the hands of time. I, I, I want to be like the curious. Of a tanning salon. I know. Huh. I want to be like the the curious case of Benjamin Button. <laughs> All right, so check them out at tanbella.com. All right, so Catherine, what do you got for us? Well, uh, at my first meeting or the last time we talked in January, way back when, uh, in the beginning of the year, we talked about New Year's resolutions. And what happens with most New Year's resolutions, usually by January 20th, is that they start to fall apart. Oftentimes, wow. just because there's a little, you, you put a little too much on your plate, expecting that you can uh, you can achieve it all. I and, mine and was January second. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, go ahead. There was a goal just to stay awake for the day. That was your goal. <laughs> you set yours really perfect, really like, just right for yourself. You said, "Listen, you set the bar low, you, you get very happy." You, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Uh, so it, when I presented, we talked about setting financial goals or New Year's resolutions that you can do month after month. You try to do one each month, and hopefully after the end of the year, you've done a really great assessment, review, 
restructuring, however you want to call it, of your financial health. Uh, so here we are, instead of a new month. So I thought we'd talk about the, the, what we had talked about in the past eight months and what you could do to catch up. Or if you're not late to the train, maybe you can try to get okay. even four or five of these would be great things to achieve in a year and you should be proud of. Because oftentimes people ignore them. One, uh, monitoring your credit. We've talked about that oh, in the yeah. show. Monitoring your credit is a great way. And, and everyone, I think it's once a year. It's either once. I think it's once well, a year or 18 months. It, There's some type you of, do you have a credit monitoring service you like, or are you just talking about actually like getting a free credit report? Just on getting your free credit well, report. Y- you know what? Though I'm, you could go to that f- that far, if especially if you have goals I actually in mind. do, and I have a, I, I use a, like a myfico.com well, credit yeah, monitoring I, just because I like to. I, I gotta say, he's messing I, with my credit. I've got. Uh, <laughs> yes. I think I think it's I think it's Barclays credit card. Um, where they literally send me an email and say, you know, like your oh, credit right. score has yes. changed or something That's like that. True. I have a Barclays card you, too. You and they do, too? And they they do, do make that, that offer. Yes. Yeah. And hey, so I, I, just, I just click on it. It yeah. doesn't cost me anything. And yeah. it, and a lot of credit cards are starting to offer that as part of their, as, as a bonus, as a, yeah. as a promotion advertisement for it. But exactly. And, and I think at one point in our show, we talked about when you're about to buy a house or you're thinking about buying a house 12 years from now, two years from now yeah. is one thing to help assist in that purchase is you need to have good credit. I know. My so went from 200 to 300. I was happy. Man, you should be so uh, proud. Again, Thank you. we're going to set this bar really low yeah. for you. <laughs> well, you know what? And also, it's like, you know, I, my, my goal was to, to have my cholesterol be about what my weight is. Supposedly, that's what it's supposed to be. And, and so your credit score, and too. Blood <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so when I, when I found out that my, my uh, cholesterol was 300, I go, man, i got to gain some weight. Oh. Where are we going for dinner tonight? <laughs> yeah. Somewhere so monitoring your food. credit. That's monitoring your credit. That's okay. Yeah. okay. Um, and two different ones. One is contributing to your your retirement account that you either have, if you're self-employed, set one up and start putting some money away into a SEP IRA or a Roth IRA or a solo 401k. Or if you are an employee, start putting, if you haven't, uh, put it create or participate in your employee's 401k plan or other retirement vehicle. If you already have it, maybe try pushing it up. If you're at 1%, put 2%. If you okay. take a flat amount, bump it up. And 15, are you are bucks. you a fan of the Roth IRAs? I am. You know, it's interesting. I, I know you're a little, I'll, I'll tell you, yeah, I I'm reading only, articles about from from people who are not who are bearish on it. Really? Roth, I, yeah. Okay, I was I've always been bearish on it only for the reason that I get the strong impression someday that although there's always been this, oh, it's, you know, you pay taxes oh, tax going free, in, it's tax-free right. coming yeah. out. They're going to figure out a way to go, you know what? No, we changed the rules and you got to pay taxes on it. Just like Social Security was sort of this Yeah, you've been limit. saying that for years. You, you believe yeah. they're going to, they're going to tax those growing Roth IRAs yeah. that the boomers and, and others are now Somehow they'll, yeah, they'll, and yeah. they may do it like in an annuity where they say, you know, a portion of it's taxable when yeah. you get it. But, I mean, well, I, I well even assuming that they don't, it's just that there, there are um, financial advisors that are just not fans of uh, Roth And do they say why? Well, I, I, I don't. Oh, oh, okay. I actually don't. I mean, really know and why. It's, it's pretty limited. Really... I mean, you can't put too much in if you have a high income. Yeah, it's hard to put true. it in, but it's a great. And I would think if it does happen, if it does come down the pike that they do change it, there's going to be enough time to to do Probably, what you need to yeah. do to get out of it. And um, yeah, I mean, especially yeah, if you're I'm trying to think of all the things that could happen. I, that so it could be. It would be, but it would. I would say it would be definitely something that has to be. It would be studied first by the IRS. Yeah. I mean, just like right now, that what they're currently studying. If one thing I would think they're going to touch before anything is your employer paid health insurance. 
Oh, absolutely. That yeah. one, yeah. they now have to, what was never tracked before, now is on your W-2, yeah. which means nothing to own, nobody yet, yeah. is is what the employer pays for your health insurance and your other mm-hmm. other type of pre-tax and, benefits. And, and they're going to look, they're looking to that. They could look 25 years, and you know, they, you could have 25 years worth of knowing what that was, and they, they it's all in the computer now. They'll start yeah. to, y- yes. Very so that's point. what they're starting to gather. So that. Uh, second fold on the retirement plan is look at your allocation. Um, oftentimes, you sh- your allocation of your retirement accounts, but really you have to look at your whole person. So if you have uh, investments in in after-tax savings accounts or in pre-tax savings accounts, look at it from a whole perspective. Oftentimes, people get narrow-minded and just look at your retirement accounts and in your 401k and say, okay, I want this allocation and not consider, well, hey, maybe it'd be better to have... Uh, your more conservative stock in your after-tax savings accounts oh, yeah. and more aggressive in your in your 401k because well, you the, of the tax structure. I've, I've got 120% of my allocation in real estate. Is that, yeah. is that too much? <laughs> just, 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 you have to go to 110. Okay. <laughs> 110. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I just joke around a little so too it's, much. So, so Catherine, it's September, uh, not quite the fourth quarter, but, uh, you know, what, what tends to happen in the fourth quarter, especially the second half of the fourth quarter, we tend to go on autopilot because of holidays, et cetera. I mean, are there, are there things that uh, you like to suggest to your clients that don't wait till the end of the year because you probably won't do it if you wait t- too long? This is where you're, if you're going to make any of the decisions between now and the end of the year, especially yeah. given the holidays, yeah. is you do want to talk with your CPA, your financial advisor, if you're thinking about doing something. Because yep. um, oftentimes, once the holidays do come in, you you can't expect once you make the decision, it's going to happen overnight. Yeah. Um, the time for things to be executed takes some time. Okay. And when we come back, we're going to get into email time. And everyone can give out their information. Nice. All right. Here we go. Uh, second trivia question. Which president said, walk softly and... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he said, walk softly and carry a big stick. All right. There was a president who said that. That's not a big stick. First caller with the correct answer was a free three-day, two-night stay at the Lighthouse Resort. Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Which president said, walk softly and carry a big stick? Stay with us. The best of investing. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. Well, welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here, along with Mark Hoff and Catherine Harris, CPA. Second trivia question: Which president said, "Walk softly and carry a big stick"? And I'm sure he said it just <laughs> like, like that. that. Was that wasn't that Teddy Roosevelt? <laughs> that was Teddy Roosevelt. Yes, I actually don't know uh, how he sounded. Yeah. He probably day, more he like a cowboy. Probably, yeah, really rough riders, right? That's right. All right, so um, email time here. We got a couple of interesting emails. Mark, it says here, do you make loans on ARV? You'll have to explain what that is. This this person obviously knows. Or on the purchase price only, I am a rehabber and looking for a fix and flip loan. What are your parameters? So the question is from a real estate investor who likes to buy fix and flip real estate. And so at Pacific Private Money, uh, for many, many years, in fact, at the beginning when I when I started the company in 2008, pretty much all of my clients were people buying, fl- fixing, and flipping real estate. Uh, but from the very beginning uh, at Pacific Private Money, we've pretty much limited the loans that we make to people 
buying property for the purpose of flipping it, we've limited it to a percentage of the purchase price. We've never actually been a construction lender or rehab lender. That now that might change in the near future, and so uh, in a in a future near future show, I might be talking about a new fund that uh, I am launching with an associate that will be designed to do construction and rehab loans uh, of a more aggressive sort. And so what this um, uh, listener is asking, he said, do you make loans based on ARV? And ARV stands for after repaired value or future value. So for example, someone might uh, want to purchase a property in the Bay Area for $500,000, put $50,000 into it, and they believe that the property will be worth, let's just say, $750,000 uh, after it's complete. And when someone approaches us and said, hey, will you make me a, a purchase loan uh, well, maybe they'll get our, our, our collateral and see that we make 70% uh, loans up to 70% of the market value or purchase price. Some will call us and say, uh, will you make a loan of 70% but base it on the future value? There are lenders in the Bay Area that specialize in that. Right now, we do not. We tend to prefer the more conservative route. I like to work with real estate investors who are already capitalized. Maybe they have their own source of private capital, or maybe it's their own capital. But uh, regardless of where that money came from, we like to see them uh, be capitalized to the extent where they have enough for both a down payment and to fund the remodeling costs and holding costs of that flip that they're intending to uh, execute. So, so we generally limit our exposure, our loan amount to uh, no higher than approximately 70%. Sometimes we'll go up to 75%. It depends on the borrower and the neighborhood where the property is located. We've done a number of 75% uh, purchase money loans in San Francisco. But we do not base it on the future or after repaired value. We base it on the contract purchase price. Now, here's another exception. Sometimes someone comes in with a contract to purchase a property, but it's an off-market purchase, and it was negotiated below market value. And so let's say the market value is a million dollars, and they're, they're negotiated an $800,000 purchase price. In that situation, we would entertain, again, we'll look at other subjective uh, yeah. uh, issues of the, of the, from the borrower and lender st- and the capital uh, property standpoint, but we may uh, consider strongly making a 70% of uh, against the million dollars, not 70% of $800,000. So again, it's a, there's a lot of subjective uh, properties to a private money or hard money loan. And, and you know, the phone call's free and the conversation is really easy to have with uh, anyone at our staff at Pacific Private Money. And that's what we do all day long. We take calls from uh, both uh, the actual borrowers or oftentimes their representatives, their realtor or their mortgage broker, who will call us and say, hey, I got this situation. Uh, can you help us out? And that's that's what we exist to do. We're a subjective lender. We, le- we lend based on the story. If we like the story, we like the borrower's situation or the collateral, and we believe that uh, they've got a... a um, a way to pay us off. Uh, we call it an exit strategy. You know, we can very quickly tell you, yes, we that's the type of loan we think we can do. We'll need to collect some more information, of course, or probably not a good fit. Why don't you call these other guys? And we're, you know, every day we're referring to uh, other lenders, uh, uh, many of them based here in California or the Bay Area, uh, that we've met and known. Our, our database of alternative uh, funding sources is 
pretty deep. And so if you have any kind of, of borrowing scenario, if you're a real estate investor out there and you're looking at a situation, you're wondering what kind of financing you might qualify for, uh, give anyone at our team a call at, uh, at 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150. Uh, go to our website at pacificprivatemoney.com for more information, and uh, email addresses and contact information are on our website as well. And for the audience who's listening who maybe doesn't have a need to borrow but has money to invest, how much are you paying on your fund? So the Pacific Private Money Fund is a mortgage pool fund uh, that is currently paying just a tick under 8% right now. It's a an unleveraged mortgage pool fund. Uh, it exists solely to fund the loans we make at Pacific Private Money, and it's been paying 8% now, uh, um, right around 8% for a little over three years. Very and good. Based on where we see the market going, we believe it will continue to pay that, although past performance is not a promise of future results. We uh, do not? believe... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, why can't I, you I'll promise take that? I know. I hate having yeah. to say that. <laughs> but it's appropriate, yes. It so, Catherine, we got one here for you. It says, what is the best way tax-wise to donate to a nonprofit organization? It's a great question. Uh, my name is Catherine Harris. I'm a CPA here in Larkspur. That you would always, you would think that donating to a, a nonprofit in any way is all the same, and it's actually not. Hmm. Uh, you would the, one donation or certain donations have better tax advantages over others. For example, if you do not want to sell stock, then turn around and write a check. If you have a gain, if you have a huge gain, <laughs> yeah. guess what? You can write that donate if you have some stock and don't go ahead and sell something or don't donate stock that has a loss. Yeah. Those are two really important reasons. One, the reason for that, if you have stock that has significant gain in it, you can transfer the value of the stock to the nonprofit organization. You get the donation for the fair market value, not the value when you bought it that a long time ago um, or at that very significantly lower cost. And you don't have to pay taxes on those capital gains. Very great way for it. Another way, if you have, if you are have an IRA and you have RMD requirements, you can make those donations directly from from your IRA, and that can be a, a form of meeting your RMD requirement. Your your annual minimum required you were distribution. Me, are you an MD? No, no, no. <laughs> required RMD? minimum distribution. Yes. R- RMD. Required okay. minimum yeah, distribution. Okay. Uh, yes, that, those, that haunts people. That, yeah. People don't know about that until in the mid-60s, mid-late yeah. 60s. They start to realize, wait, there's required. Yeah, Yes, and it can haunt you. Um, and that can help you depending on your tax situation, your tax scenario. If you have significant medical costs, that type of distribution or donation to a nonprofit really helps reduce your your adjusted gross income, which plays into it. Oh. We won't go into the fun details of that. Okay. What I also would want to tell you is it was one that I brought up a year ago. California has a great c- credit that's available where you can make a contribution into it's an education fund and forgive me I don't know the exact name of it but it's an education fund it's not one that you have you can't have discretion over who's going to go to what scholarship it goes to but it's going to it helps they're trying to replenish the reserves or the money the fund for scholarships tell you what, stay, stay with us I know you've got a couple of more when okay. we come back I want you to finish off that because yes. you got some great information for us okay 
Which president? Here's another trivia question. Which president said, "You won't have me to"? Oh wait, I thought all presidents talked that way. You won't have me to kick around anymore. All right, eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. We'll be right back. For more information on this program, call eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. That's eight 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 nine twelve eleven ninety. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. Now back to the best of investing with your host Edward Brown. Welcome back to the best of investing. Don't forget, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Catherine here. I'm not going to forget that. Don't forget. All right. So uh, I'm going to answer the trivia question here, and then I have a quick an- announcement, and then we'll come back to Catherine here. So which president said, you won't have me to kick around anymore, That's but he didn't say it that way. Said. Yes. I am not a crook. You won't have me to kick around anymore. That's actually, I didn't want to <laughs> give sounds it, more I, like it. That sounds like more. I didn't want to give that away. So we have a quick mention here for the, um, the Mount View, not Mountain View, but Mount View Hotel and Spa. So escape to the Napa Valley and experience the art of relaxation at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Uh, with harvest approaching Napa, in Napa Valley, the Mount View Hotel and Spa, they have crushed their prices that's that great isn't that great <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> making it the perfect time to get away uh rates start at only 189 dollars and uh during september and october call 888 or excuse me call 800-816-6877 or visit them online at www.mountviewhotel.com so Catherine, you're talking about donations the best way to uh to do it and you said okay if you have a loss on a stock Sell it first because you get the loss. Yes, sir. If, if you have a gain, and I assume that means capital gain longer than a year, then go ahead and just donate the stock. Exactly. Okay. Yes. With you so far. You you look. Oh, you bad, can't set huh? this bar. You're you're cut. You're redeeming yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. My, maybe my FICO <laughs> score will go up another three points. Okay. Yeah. Um, so we were last living off. It's just it's it's a new. It's something that's been around about two years or so, and it's a great credit. Um, it's, it it. It's really only for people who are interested in making donations. Oftentimes, people are saying, oh, I want to save money. This, oftentimes, when you make a donation, you save on taxes, but you're still off, out, out, the money, out, yeah. out pocket here. Uh, but California has got this great credit available. They're trying to, to, to replenish the funds for the scholarships that they provide to, I think it's low-income individuals and other individuals who qualify for, for secondary education for college. So this donation credit you do, you have to go, you have to apply very quick. You just fill out a form and I can't remember if you can email it or not or fax it, but again, one page form very quick. You just, you, you literally say how much of a donation you want to make to the fund and you get a reservation back, a confirmation back and you, you on your tax return, reflect that as a donation on your federal tax return, but you get a credit. Credit, which is on, real money. Which is real, as much, okay. much nice. better. I like real money. Yeah, yes, exactly. So we're generally speaking, if you, depending where you are, but on average, especially in this area, you pay taxes, uh, federal income taxes and state income taxes, we'll say around 40%. Using that credit, you, you, you the, so for dollar savings, so if you gave a dollar of donation, $1, you save about 40 cents on the dollar. So you're out of pocket 60 cents. In this scenario, depending on it, yeah. you give a dollar, your out of pocket is going to your, your savings is around, we'll say, seventy percent. Well, well, yeah. Wait, hold on, back up for a minute here. Okay, <laughs> I know there's got to be limitations how much you can give, right? There, well, uh, yes. I uh, imagine there's the, the major this. limitations of like fifty percent, but there was no, it doesn't no, no, impact no, no, AMT. No, no, I'm talking about for the, for the California, right? I guess what I'm getting at is this. Donation to California school or whatever it was, right? 
if you get a dollar for dollar credit and on federal you get a tax deduction that's more than a hundred percent then really no it doesn't work out it doesn't that work way. that way I'm trying to you see what I mean? If, uh, yes. if you give a thousand dollars and you get a thousand dollars back in California, you're Correct. out nothing. And then, oh, Correct. by the way, it's, you get a federal. To it's the not a dollar dollar for do- donate credit. Oh, it's, it's not. Way, a cre- it's where we'll say it's like a fifty cents on the dollar credit, and then you get the federal donation deduction. Okay, which could uh, you could be. That's where you almost get to out nothing potentially 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 it gotcha. does depend. sounds yeah. like something anyway, that someone should definitely call, call you. you Catherine. I, yeah. I was yeah, just going to say, Catherine, help me figure this out. That's why CPAs exist. Yeah, exactly. How do I get a hold of you for this? The, yes, well, here, you can get a hold of me at four one five four six one eighty five hundred. But this is a great way when you, especially if you you know just sold your house, any of those one of those kind of the one time big capital gain type of years um, or you're guess what you went into RMD happy (laughs) happy 70 and a half Uh, this is a a great strategy again it's it's I have not ever come across where it's best is where you're not out something something. okay but it is substantially more than what you normally get when you make a donation to any of the nonprofits so Option very good. Okay. Thank you very much, Catherine. Uh, Mark, you have uh, some more information. So we things. started out talking about the health of the real estate uh, market and the economy in California in general, which uh, um, a, a noted economist that I follow is very bullish on, on the California economy right now. Um, so also, it's the beginning of the month. So last week, the uh, one of the most widely followed uh, home price appreciation indexes, the Kay-Shiller Index, released its findings for, this was for the month of June, because there's a little bit of a lag time. And I've been talking about how the San Francisco Bay Area, which used to lead the nation in year-over-year appreciation in double digits for quite a long time, 2014, 2015. Well, in 2016, we have been seeing that trending downward. In fact, the month of June, uh, once again, is yet uh, again a a bit lower. We're at 6.4% year-over-year appreciation. That's down from 11% uh, as uh, recently as last November. So so it has been trending down. We're now the number seventh major metropolitan area instead of the first in terms of year-over-year home price appreciation. I got to tell I couldn't be more thrilled. That number, that really makes me happy because I, as that number has trended down, it's, it's to, in my opinion, it's a much more s- sustainable yeah. rate of appreciation. So uh, good news on that front uh, uh, that, that tends to tell me that the market is, you know, it's not overheated. It's normalizing. It's beginning to kind of find its, its, uh, its uh, mean there. Now, the next thing I have is something I pulled off of LinkedIn, and this is from, I'm going to give a credit here to Paragon Real Estate, uh, who did a study on Bay Area market data. And, and this is really, really cool. We were talking about this off the air. It has the median house price appreciation for the last five years in major markets in the Bay, or yeah, major markets in the Bay Area, actually cities in the Bay Area, and then the last 10 years. So how much, what's the change in pricing over the last 10 years, which was basically from the height of the market last, 2006, 2007, which was generally considered to be the height of the market, and today. So uh, so, for example, in the what they call the expensive home price areas like San Francisco, um, in the last five years, prices in San Francisco on average are up 90%. <laughs> but if you go That's back to 10 years to 2006 7, yeah. it's up 50%. Which so, is actually fantastic still, after yeah. looking, if you kind of 
close your eyes to about four years of it. I mean, yeah. that's a great rate of return over a 10-year period. Right. And so for the expensive areas, San Francisco leads in terms of the um, appreciation over the last 10 years and the appreciation over the last five years since the bottom of the market. Yeah. Uh, in the less expensive cities, this one blew my mind. So the city of Oakland, which i got to tell you is still on fire as a, as a, as a lender – uh, I love lending in Oakland because uh, days on market is still very low. West Oakland's on fire. Um, Berkeley's on fire. That whole area there that the, uh, uh, my real estate investor clients who are buying, fixing, and flipping properties, they're just they're having a, a, a great time right now over there. Um, but in the city of Oakland, over the last 10 years, home price appreciation is only up 10% over the peak. But in the last five years... It's up nearly 180%. Now, now these, of course, are averages. And in neighborhood by neighborhood, this will change. But what that tells me is Oakland was among those cities where there was a really, really big run-up in valuations uh, right before the crash. And then there was a really, really large decline. Um, and, And I know anecdotally we've talked about in shows past how some Bay Area markets went down as much as 60% yeah. uh, in, in valuation. And again, some of those valuations were, were not even real. They were based on you know phony yeah. uh, um, appraisals and valuations, et cetera, and people were refinancing based on just nonsense. But uh, pretty amazing. Uh, other counties, uh, Alameda County, um, 100% price run up in the last five years, uh, up 18%. But uh, uh, very, very... Um, very interesting, and so anyway, for uh, um, anybody interested in seeing the entire Bay Area market data, uh, shoot me an email, and I'll shoot you a copy of this. Uh, Hi, what's this your email? Uh, Mark at PacificPrivateMoney.com. That makes it easy. All right, we're cutting to our next commercial break. When we come back, we're going to wrap this thing up. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190, or visit BestOfInvesting.com. Now, back to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hunt and Catherine Harris, CPA. A uh, quick mention here for um, the Wine Garden uh, Children's Center. They're having a masquerade party uh, in, on Saturday, October 29th at the Hyatt Regency Santa Clara. And I know I'm going to be there, and hopefully you guys will join me. Nice. All right? So, um, Mark, you know, we're going to wrap this thing up. We, you know, talked about uh, Pacific private money, uh, making loans, ARV, and all that fun stuff. Why would people come to you? Well, just a quick plug for, for our company. Basically, we exist as a plan B when when your plan A for financing on a real estate transaction is going cattywampus. So, <laughs> you know, everybody... Exactly that, though. No other reason. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody, I mean, you should always get bank financing if you need financing for a real estate transaction. But I got to tell you that, you know, of the thousands of transactions that occur every week in the Bay Area, stuff happens. And we get calls every day from realtors and mortgage brokers who have a client that's in contract and sometimes the deposit's even non-refundable, but you know, oftentimes it's just they know they're not going to be able to close. They're running out of time. The bank financing is not coming through, or the bank financing was declined last minute for something for an unexpected reason, and the client's going to lose the house. And it's really bad when the client's going to lose a $50,000 deposit. I mean, if I lost a $50,000 deposit, mm-hmm. I think I'd curl up and suck my thumb for a week. I mean, it's just horrible. So... <laughs> You know, we exist to, to, to save the day. 
yes, our money is pricey. You know, our, our average loan is 10% and two to three points, depending on the complexity of the deal and how fast we need to close. But we have saved so many transactions for Bay Area residents who want to buy that house. They want to close on that house. Sometimes they're already in contract. Sometimes they come to us because they know they've been losing out on offers they're making to cash buyers. So how do you beat a cash buyer? Well, you make an offer like a cash buyer. You make a non-contingent, quick-closing offer that has no financing contingency. And you come to a company like Pacific Private Money, and we can make you a loan to quickly close and capture that property so you can get the property and finally win one, uh, wrestle them away from those ornery cash buyers. And then last but not least, maybe you're living in a home now and you don't want to sell first before you buy your next home because you don't want to move twice. You don't want to go find an apartment or live in a hotel. And in those situations, we can make a loan uh, that that we can actually make 100% uh, of the purchase price loan if you've got equity in your existing home. And we'll just cross-collateralize. We'll make you one loan equal to however much money you need to buy that property. And so, so, so for more information... So for more information... Uh, PacificPrivateMoney.com. Very good. Catherine, why does somebody come to see you? Besides your inf- infinite wisdom on the and she's uh, donations. so lovely <laughs> and easy on the eyes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you will come for our firm because we're actually here after April 15th. We're here year-round. That's one big thing that I find. Uh, we are a tax full-service tax accounting firm that has got employees, partners every day of the year in the office. Uh, except for April, except for April sixteenth, yeah, that's, that's the one day that's, yeah. that you will not find us in the office, or Christmas. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, you got to take a couple of days off there. They're, they're generous enough yeah. for me. But I think um, the, 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 but, the information you gave us, though, on the, on the donations, especially that California one, I think yes, is really and, good. and I think our firm, we, I, I like to call us the Goldilocks of accounting firms. There is, I am, I am one of the younger individuals in the firm. I have partners who've been in the industry for more than forty years, so I think we mm-hmm. have, uh, we complement each other very well. If it's a complex tax matter that I haven't experienced. They often do. I'm much more familiar with more of the technology. Um, so we often work with clients who've got computer needs. And how do people needs. get a hold of you? I can be reached at 415-461-8500. Okay. And again, that, that really was good about the California uh, donation, that special law not too many people know about. All right. So we're going to cut out here. Here's our thoughts for the day. Holding a grudge is letting someone live for rent-free in your head. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. And I always give 100% at work. 13% on Monday, 22% on Tuesday, 26% on Wednesday, 35% on Thursday, and 4% on Friday. Of course, yeah, that totals 100%. All right. Uh, we got 10 seconds. Anyone want to say anything? Call Pacific Private Money. We now have a home, and what's your, I'm going to call you, our in-house economics expert. Expert. That's Here right. we go. I didn't yeah. know it. Now Thank I know. You. Yeah. Okay. No, he's, he's pretty darn good there. Read a lot. And if you want to earn over 8% secured by Bay Area Real Estate, call Pacific Private Money, 415-883-2150. I rememberized that one. All right. And uh, if you want to know more about those donations, you call Catherine Harris at? 415-461-8500. All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free vacations for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com.
And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. Opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of this station, its management, owners, or advertisers, and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.